Hi everyone, I'm Kari. Hello everyone, I am Brady. And this is CSI Talk. Welcome back, everyone. Another week, another episode of CSI Talk. Hi. Welcome back. Welcome back. So, happy Women's Day to every woman out there, to all of our listeners who are women or those of you who identify themselves as women. Happy Women's Day to all of you, to all of us. We are strong, badass queens out there. And before we begin, this is a safe space for you. Okay, this is always this is always gonna be a safe space for everyone. Okay, so whenever we're gonna come here just to chill out, you know, just to listen to two girls talking about their favorite crime fighting science show, we got you. And since yeah. it's International Women's Day, instead of doing what we usually do, we run down our, you know, this week on CSI History, we are going to do a special edition of it. We're actually going to do a rundown of all of the main characters of CSI, but all the women of CSI. Only the women this time. Only the women this time, okay? So, we're going to start with... The very first episode of CSI, The Planet, which aired on October 6th of 2000. And the first female character that we have is Catherine Willows, obviously portrayed by Mark Hausenberger. And the next episode, Full Change, which airs seven days later on the 13th, Sarah Side, played by Georgia Fox. And then, some six years later, we have Wendy Sims played by Liz Sophia Beck. was before Sophia appeared before Wendy. The uh, Sophia appeared before Wendy, yeah, but our list is not on chronological <laughs> On episode seven of of season five, on episode formalities, Sophia Curtis played by Louis, Louise Lambert. I, I believe she's on the after movies now. And she's also British. She's also British and I, I didn't know that. But she plays a very good American. And I love how there's this one episode, which is a episode that, that Greg gets all beat up. This guy gets into the station and is like, I want to talk to a cop. And then Ross and Sophia did the old, who's on first routine? Like, he's a cop, she's a cop. For you youngins, I guess that's actually an old classic routine from comedy shows. Okay, on uh, season nine, episode three, on Art Invitates Live, we have Riley Adams, played by Laurie Lynn Smith, and on that very first episode, she already saves a little boy's life. I don't know if y'all remember this episode. It's an episode in which this guy, he is basically making statues of human beings, 
and he was killing this little boy and she goes there and she saved this little boy and on episode 21 of season 11 uh, the episode is called cello and goodbye cello and goodbye are there morgan brody played by elizabeth Hornos. one walk no Elizabeth Hornell. Oh, I love her. I just love her. I absolutely love her. I would actually love if she comes in and visits CS- visit the CSIs and CSI Vegas. On episode 14 of season 12, season red, scene red, Julie Finley, played by Elizabeth Shue, and I absolutely love the way she is introduced. And of course, as sci-fi nerds, we get to see somebody who was in Back to the Future. And then in a later episode, we have somebody else who was in Back to the Future with her. And obviously, the very first episode of CSI Vegas, Legacy, our women of color leading the lab, director, Maxine Roby, played by none other than Paula Newsom. And CSA level two, soon to be level three. Oliver John, played by Mandips Zealand. And on the next episode, Honeymoon Vegas, my favorite, one of my favorite CSIs ever, Penny oh. Gill, that I like to call Penny Gill for some, played by Sarah Gilman, which I absolutely love. She deserves to be made a series regular. I said it once, I said it twice, and I'm going to say it again. Make her a series regular. And on season two, episode one, we have Ariana Guerra as Serena Chavez, Detective Chavez. I absolutely love her. Season two, episode two, The Painted Man, we are introduced to our medical examiner, one of them, actually our medical examiner, Sonia. And she's played by Sarah and Money, and I absolutely love her. And actually, I love all the women on this show. And of course, we know that Georgia Fox and Mark Hampton Berger, they were also on CSI Vegas. Georgia was in season one, Mark is on season two. And we love all of them. And today is International Women's Day. And shout out to all of our CSI queens out there. But today, we're talking about last week's episode, Ashes, Ashes. Great episode. Oh my gosh, you guys. Oh my god. I just, wow. Okay, so look, you all, I didn't make any notes because, well, your girl here, she's taking some classes and my arm was hurting by the time I got to rewatch the episode. I couldn't make any notes, but I rewatched the episode and I did, you know, make some notes on my brain, you know, on my noggin. So, oh, and I made a couple pages of notes myself. So, so the episode begins and the CSIs that are at the scene and they are trying to figure it out first how the killer could talk to Arabic on that Hankman's position. And the CSIs didn't know actually what that position was until Serena tells them when she was a teenager, she and her friends, they were obsessed with tarot cards and that was the hangman position. 
and they don't know if it's a good omen or not. I said it before that it was a sacrifice. And I was and I was saying when we were watching this last night, when they did the flashback to Dr. Arabic and that kid, I was like, that kid looks a lot like a young John Francis Daly. I was, yeah. I was geeking out a lot during this episode with people. Guys, she was. <laughs> Especially with who plays the separated husband. Well, we'll get to that in a little bit. Yeah, so... So Max is looking at the body, and then she looks at Josh. And then she's like, we need to know exactly how the killer put the body there, Joshua. And then Josh's like, on a boss. And I was like, whenever Max says Joshua, Josh knows he has to has the results ready. So he he's trying to get the body down because the body is already in full rigor. So in the meantime, Ellie shows Max that the killer probably made her choose the with Emma. Emma. Yeah. Emma. Yeah, made her choose how she was going to die. So she had a few choices. She was either going to die by support has said she was going to die with some mirror charge, like the Dominic she died. The sulfuric acid was held to from the restaurant died. Or she was going to die with a gun. And she chose the gun because the gun was the quickest way to die. And they didn't realize that, and I didn't know why they didn't point it out, but there was, uh, essentially, there was no blood. There was yeah. no blood. Yeah. And I thought that was odd that they didn't point it out, that there was no blood. I mean, if you shoot someone in the head, there should have been blood, or at least a little bit of uh, brain matter scattered around. So Josh is able to get the body down with the help of some cadets. They go over to another to a different area, and we see Black Loves with a note that says, "Keep your secret secrets. Kill Maxine Ruby." Oh yeah. So the killer. I mean, we think is that it's just one killer. At this point, we're thinking that it's just one killer. Typing, keep your secrets killed, Maxine Roby. And he's typing in in the white room, and he's typing this message, and he prints it. And then we go to the opening credits, and then we come back to the scene of the murder of the you know, of the doctor, and then we see the CPSIs going over the evidence. They're trying to find something, but everything that they are planning is going back to is going back to the doctor. And Catherine comes back from her trip to Hawaii and Lindsay is pissed that Catherine had to come back earlier. But I mean, Lindsay, I know you're pissed and you're totally right about being pissed, but there is a serial killer of a serial killer that is going after that is now going after your mom. No, she they didn't know it at that time. They didn't know that at the time, but and they, and they like 
that we will talk about it later because that doesn't happen to the very last scene. Yeah. So. And Josh notices a void on the bar. Josh notices a void in the bar and he can't explain it. And it's literally his job to explain it because that's his specialty. He has to reconstruct the crime scene. He has to reconstruct whatever happened to the doctor. He has to tell Max how the killer put the body up there. And uh, when I was watching that, I was like, okay, he had to have help. He, he either had to have help or use a system of police. And it actually reminded me a lot of that episode. I think it was in season seven, if I'm not mistaken, that case they had at the church that that guy put the body in the, um, um, and the cross. Like I put it was double crossed. Double crossed. Yeah. It reminded me of that. But, but in that case, he did use a system of police. And this guy didn't seem. At first, it, 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 he couldn't use that, but either way, with those a Wizard of Oz reference, man behind the curtain, the Wizard of Oz reference that Max says, yeah, there's a Wizard reference, and there's a who is the man behind the curtain? I don't know, guys. You know what? I I watched you and. I don't know if you guys been watching you, the, you the Netflix series, and the second part of you is gonna <clears throat> come out next week. So, and that's why I was like, "Huh, Wizard of Oz, huh?" But see, thing is, it's Wizard of Oz. It's classic. It reminded me of you because, I mean, it reminded me of you because in the in the story, Joe, the, the the character of Joe, he works in the bookstore, and he ended up. Stealing a book, the book, The Wizard of Oz, the original copy from someone else. But The Wizard of Oz, it's the movie came, movie was one of the very first movies to have multicolor in it. That movie is older than almost everybody we know. So, but, but like when, when they said, like, the man behind the curtain, it's almost like an Easter egg. That it's not just one person behind all this. That it might be a team behind all of this. Like everything that is that has been happening, it's two people. So I go back to the lab. My boy Bo. He's going through the evidence with Penny. And Penny built the Taj Mahal with Legos when she was a kid. It reminded me of season one when Grissom told Sarah, you're right, darling. This place feels like my home. I didn't think of that at all. I just thought, like, I wish I could do something like that with my hands. I have to move my hands all the time, but I don't have enough dexterity to be perfect. Oh, I just thought, wow, Penny was really that smart since a young age, huh? Yep. Well, and then they decide to dust everything. And they find a lot of partials. Then he has the idea of putting together all the partials to see if they can come up with something. And Bo's like, yeah, but we have partials of partials. We have partials of partials. We're going to come up with, with just a partial. And 
that is like, well, but it's worth a try. And it really reminded me of Miss Americana. Miss Americana, as in, not in the movie, but it, as in the case the CSI had, you know, there's a, I can't remember the season. I, I watched this episode recently. It's this episode on CSI that they have like three cases. They're working on three cases, and Catherine is working the Miss Americana case. And the security guard that used to work at PT, but she was a security guard. And she was killed by this Japanese billionaire, and she was left at an elevator shaft. No, just inside an elevator. And he pushed a lot of buttons inside the elevator, and Grissom gave her the idea to construct the fingerprints from all the partials that she had. So when Penny had the idea to reconstruct a partial from all the partials of partials that they had, it reminded me of that. So yeah, so they are working on that tangent. While uh, Josh is still trying to prove it out, how the killer put the body up there. So a ransom sequence... We love that. My God, this episode is so filled with pop culture references. So, Superman of Help? That's pop culture. Oh my God, this episode is so pop culture. So, it's because Marissa Tam wrote it. So, Ali goes to help Josh to try and see how the killer could have put the body in the management position. And... I'm pretty sure they had a blast killing it. Yeah. But when they finally got to the position, I was like, oh my god, can they just kiss already? And they didn't. <sighs> they didn't. But okay, okay, we're gonna have... Well, like, it's Josh's in relationship, so... I know, but Ransom, Ransom Nation, uh, our glory days are gonna come. I'm sure they're going to come. Okay, you heard it here, folks. Ransom Nation, our glory days are coming. I'm sure. So, they can't bring it out. And uh, <laughs> Josh is like, well, whoever put the body like this, you got to be Superman. Because to the, to the doctor's ex-husband, he's quite literally Superman. One, two, three. Donkey. And... If you recognize him, that's because he was on Good Luck Curly. It took me like three seconds to recognize him. It took really less than three seconds to recognize him. Hey, that was one of the last good Disney Channel shows, in my opinion. In my opinion. That was one of the last shows I fully watched on Disney Channel. Yeah, so, but he actually wasn't the one who did it. Nope. He's, my God, dude. <laughs> He looked good compared to what he did and go to Charlie. And he really did change, though. Well, so... Well, he wasn't the one who did it, so... Josh is still trying to think about how they could have done it. And then... Something happens. Well... Max goes to the morgue to see the body. And uh, then... Sonia is telling Max how Dr. Abak died. She died with a gunshot to the head. And 
there wasn't any blood on the scene because the killer put a tape over the wound. That's why there wasn't any blood. And he put the body up before there was any rigor. Because, and the death happened, like, it was mentioned previous, and we didn't say it, but the, the death had happened 30 hours before they had found the body. Then Sonny was telling Max what was wrong with the body until they heard a noise. And Sonia just assumed that it was Jack messing around with the experiment trains. You know what? Same. If I heard a noise, I would have immediately thought it was my brother messing with stuff he shouldn't have. <laughs> he says that. And then the noise keeps happening. And then Sonia looks up. And then Sonia says, hey, you shouldn't be here. So the person starts running. And Sonia runs after the person. And Max doesn't run after the person. He, she just found. She just goes after whatever the person left. It was a card that said Maxine Roby. Which that, you know, those symbols. Which I assume it will translate to keep your secrets till Maxine Roby. No, I, I oh, oh, watch your back. Or watch your back. Yeah. Could be. I don't know. You know what? That's why I say I mean, this lab has no security. We can't say this. Like, seriously. This, no, like, seriously. This is since the original generation. This lab has no security. Anyone can get in. Anyone. Well, it it it's been body stolen multiple times. You get to the front gates. Oh, do you have uh, no reason to be here? No, really, but I just I just need to to walk into this building right now because I need to do something. Oh, but I'll I give you a Benjamin. I can let you in. Actually, do you have 50 bucks? Yeah, sure. Give me 50 bucks. I can buy you in. I, I guarantee that this is what happens. It literally has no security. Like, how? Huh, this is the best lab in the States, and they have no security. And then we go to Penny and Catherine going through security cameras. And another pop culture reference Where's Wado? Yeah, Penny, apparently she has nightmares of where's Walters. We find out Brian saw the killer. Yeah, Brian actually saw the one that that writes the the that nonsense symbols. He's the one that writes the nonsense symbols. But he didn't actually see the face. But he saw that the killer has a distinctive scar on his arm. This life has no security. No wonder bodies keep getting stolen. Evidence keeps getting tampered with. Like seriously, what is wrong with this life? I mean, I know they need money for better equipment, but they cannot use this money for better security. It's full of drama. Oh my god. And then we find out that the person that that the sibling killer has been renting from is this very spry 92-year-old who likes Serena's eyes. And that she's a female cop. Yeah, she he probably has a crush on Serena and, and wow. 
So they yeah, I, was, gotta... I was surrounded by ladies his age in Florida. <laughs> Catherine and Max and Sharmila, they go to the white room. And then... Catherine said, I think we find you pen pal. Max light up the switch, but the, the evidence literally, it, it lights up in flames. Dr. Yeah, Holland, this is what I put. Max tries to turn on a light switch that blew up the case. Sure, you literally blew up the case, you know. That, that, talk about firing evidence. And Catherine, didn't Grism teach you to never turn on the light when the light is off? You know, I was thinking the very same thing. Because, no, he taught fudges. Fudges. You know, I was thinking the very same thing because Grissom taught everyone to see the evidence just like the killer left it. If the room is dark, then look at the evidence in the, the dark. It's a light. Yeah, it's a bright light. Is, use your flashlight. Bring bring a little, little flashlight. From the lab, but you know, bring, bring emergency lights to the lab, whatever. Bring you, and, what I like to call, I like to call ghost light because of theater. A ghosty. But do not light up. Didn't Grissom tell you anything, Catherine? And then, then Allie shows up at the scene, and Max says, I will buy you a steak dinner every further the south. Oh, look, I'm sorry, but if, if Catherine literally managed to find a way to call Grissom all, all the way up in the Arctic, and then Catherine is, like, telling Grissom, like, everything that happened, Grissom would just be, like, on the other side of the line, like, silent lens for, like, five minutes. She's like this, talk to you, friend. To Sarah. And walk out. <laughs> He'd be like, I saw you better than that. <laughs> and then Josh reclaims an ultra protective and knows he and knows that the guy's desperate. Yeah, Max because Alex finds a says, keep your secrets. Heal Maxine Roby. Yes. And then Max talks to Brian and tells Brian to get two rooms at the place he's working at under fake names. And there would be increased security. And then Brian tells Max that he saw a tattoo. Bo and Penny found three matches that sketchy past. Wasn't that as far? What was? The, the scar, the, the, the suspect. It looked like the tattooiness. When he, what he showed looked exactly like what was on the wall. Oh, okay. Oh, but like, you know what I love about Josh? I love that Josh, I love a lot of things about Josh. But I love that Josh was ready to fight who was after Max. I love how he was ready to fight. It didn't matter who he was fighting. He was ready to fight. And Serena and Josh interview the person of interest. And then we go to where Josh finds a foist. And Penny being adorable helps Josh wearing a pink helmet. You know what? I want, I want Penny and Josh to work together. I'll take them through so much. And then Especially one penny to help Josh reproduce crime scenes. I d like, I, don't get me wrong, I love when, when Allie helps Josh reconstruct crime scenes because I love how they work together. But it would be so funny. It would be like such a older brother, younger sister relationship. You know? Yes. 
And then Penny figures out how everything happened. Catherine does the Catherine and gets Bo to gets Bo back out in the field. You know what? I got excited, but I'm pretty sure Bo was hating every single second of it. But if oh, it wasn't uh, that, we wouldn't find we wouldn't find out yes. what happened. When Alex teases him, is it where both Bo not exciting in the world? You know what, Bo, if it wasn't for that. It uses liquid latex to find a snake circle with all the victims' names. You know what? Bo said he loved his latex. I'm pretty sure he and Greg are going to bond over latex. Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, and, they're, no, they're going to bond over latex. And then, I think, like, isn't Bo some, like, maybe about 10 years younger than Max, and he knows the game Assassin, which I've never heard of the game Assassin, and I'm only 20, I'm in my mid-20s. And well, at least to play two. You know, when people in my school when I was like ten years ago, like not ten years ago, but like when I was in like ninth grade, who used to play that as school? And that's why that I was so bored. <laughs> I was. Like, I, yeah. I mean, we've never played it. It's from not from 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 the state. Essentially, just exactly how they they explain it. Bowl kill. Kills Bo, and then, but and but Bo's victim is supposed to be Max, so Allie takes over for Bo and tries to get Max. Max's victim is Penny. She gets Max gets got, so then Allie t- tries to get Penny. Yeah, that that's it. Yeah, but also I was looking at it because when I looked at that snake, you know, eating its own tail. I thought of something different, although, I mean, it, 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 essentially, it is that, but it's also, it is that game of his assassin, but also, it has other meanings, okay, so, yeah. When I looked at that, I immediately associated it with Norse mythology. Not because of, because I like Marvel, but... You should! Uh, you should Marvel should right now! Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Let me explain it. Shut up. <laughs> I have a, no- a book on Norse mythology. Actually, I have to. But I have this, I have your book on Norse mythology and explaining all the symbols and all that. That's, it has lots of different meanings. It actually depends a lot on the context that it's applied in. But it can mean eternal life. It can mean death. It can mean sadness. It can mean a lot of things. Yeah, and Josh and Penny go back to the scene where Dr. Alabat was killed and see that any disturbed off. They don't see it, but Penny sees something on the dock. That's how they figured out the crank was used. Yeah, but from that point, it wouldn't, it simply, the rope wouldn't have enough strength to pull the, yeah. the it was like this mini boat thing. Both saying that will use a lot of strength to pull the body up, but it it wouldn't work because it needed something else to support its wing, to support the yeah. weight of the body. And so, and Max knows about bungee cords. Well, I mean, it's Max. Well, yeah. So. And then Max also maps out the DNA by Tenochromia, and then they find the guy who has Tenochromia. And then Max and Brian are inside the observation room. Brian told his dad about what was going on. It's already on a plane. Brian does not recognize the man. 
that's why I say he was not the person involved. He was not involved with the lab stuff. And that's how we conclude that it was actually a team. And Kat loses it in interrogation. The man knows that Maxine, that Max is short for Maxine. Yeah, yeah. And the team... Yeah. But... So, the guy named Pastor. His name is Pastor. And the thing is, he has always been a psychopath. Yes, he's always been a psychopath. They find that out when they go to the house and not only find the grandma's body, but also find a bunch of pictures that he drew as a kid with a hangman. And I did the skill. I just took the last few things quickly. Kath knows something is up, and it's true. It's not him. He has a map. I did not remember. Can't remember. Oh, well. And why the interviewing him, Kai disagrees with me this part, but I feel the miniature killed all the music. Okay, look, I'm pretty sure in pretty sure in the previous episode of ours, we compared the both of the same songs, and it's slightly different one from the other. And it's slightly different, but it's almost the same. Like I, you know, I, you know what I'm saying this. I'm saying this because the miniature killer is too iconic. That's why it isn't, because he wanted something iconic, because I even played. I went on YouTube right afterwards, and even my dad agrees. It's the same. To be, you know, for them to be using the miniature killer theme song, it means that Natalie is will be back. We don't know where she is. We don't know where she is, but do you think she would be changing her role? She's in jail, but you know she could be helping everybody, helping them figure out who's who and who's doing what. Because we're saying that it's not a team of two; it's a team of three. Because it is the miniature killer music. I I listened to it multiple times, and it's exactly the same. Yeah, because Hester did say that he found someone who was so like the best of the best serial killers. And What's with he... the serial killer teams on crime shows this year? Look, okay. As someone who is a study serial killers, I'm going to say they're really, they really are fascinating. But look, to be as a miniature killer theme song, it can mean like, could it be that? Oh, one of the Foster Brothers. I was thinking about that. I was thinking about that today. I mean, could it be like one of them learn one of that one of the trait the? We don't know if it was in fact only her that the father loved. Exactly. Because we, that they, we know that they fostered a lot of kids, not only Madam Davis, yeah. but fostered a lot of kids. And then we go back to the house. Josh is going through the laptop. As they say, bless you. Thank you. That's, Josh is going through, through a laptop, but now everyone is in the game. Is keep your secrets, kill Catherine Willows. Keep your, keep your secrets, kill Penelope Gill. 
keep your secrets, kill Joshua Falsam, you know? Keep your secrets, kill Ali Rajan. Keep your secrets, kill Sonia Mamakovic. Kill John. Don't think I butchered the last name. It's, I think it's a Russian one's name. Well, it is. F is in the game. It's, it's from the Slavic language. All of them are in the game now. And that brings us to what we're talking about next week. <laughs> we all fall, all fall down. And the summary, part of the summary is Sonya gets poisoned. That's why that brought it up because you know Sonya's now in the game and she's about to get poisoned in the episode. We fall, we all fall down. How would Sonya get poisoned in the lab through a body? That's how I imagine she was. Well, you know, that, that, happened, that almost happened a couple times in NCIS. Yeah, I mean, she could definitely. She doesn't touch anything without gloves. Or... Okay, I, I actually did accidentally skipped over a little bit, but the very last scene of the episode, we see a woman being kidnapped in a fish tank that has a bunch of fish tanks. Greg the fish. Hopefully, that lady. The... Fish name is Brad. And on the promo for next week's episode, Max is on the phone and she's saying, just the man I was looking for. And I hope that is Brad. <laughs> I do hope that is Brad. It would make sense because we're about to go on a. Because I think this counts as our mid season finale. Granted, it's the last episode as of right now that's listed on IMDb. Do not worry, guys. There, there's going to be more. Yeah, because there, there's at least 18 episodes. This is actually what episode is this? That's episode 15. 15, yeah. I was just looking at my notes. Look, guys, there's going to be more episodes, okay? There's going to be a whole season. Then we have season three coming up. Right, might be a season three. We don't know yet. How was Sunday got poisoned? Probably through a body. How? We don't know how. All of them are in the game now. Every single one of them, all of their lives are at risk. You know, they also just get up when the safe houses for all of them so they can all stay together. Did you see Serena's name there, Odell? I think we did. Because I literally just saw it. I don't remember saying it. I saw Josh's name, I saw Allie's name, but I don't remember seeing his really name. I, I did see on Twitter a picture of Allie and Josh. It, it, I, I mean, I don't know what's happening in the picture. I don't know who found the picture, but it, it seems like Josh is kind of saying volume or something like that. I don't know. But I, I do... Sometimes I hate it when I'm right because... Dr. Arabek died because of Valley. I knew she was going to die because of Valley, and she did die because of Valley. I mean, I didn't foresee it that all of them were going to be on the list. Well, we know they was, we know some people can happen to at least some of them because it's a serial killer. Yeah, but I thought it would be either Max or Allie and, or Serena, not all of them. Not, but like, I was like, guys, seriously, I, I was literally telling Brie, if something happens to Fanny, I'm going to be so upset. And her name is literally, it was the second one to show up. <laughs> and Sarah Gilman shared the tweet, too. 
seriously, guys, if something happens to Penny, I don't know what I'm gonna do. I don't know what I'm gonna do to myself. Some nothing can You're gonna call you're gonna be talking to me. You're not gonna do nothing to yourself, Missy. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna send If there are people there are to the riders. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna do. <laughs> you always say that. That's how I was. That's how I knew what you were gonna say. But seriously, I'm gonna print my my therapy bill, and I'm gonna send it on on on, on social media. Okay, that's how much you owe me. <laughs> you always say that, and don't deny it, because you always say it. Okay, so guys, next week's episode is literally the main season of the like first season. Two of CSI Vegas, and then we go into a hiatus, but we're not gonna stop, we're gonna keep coming, okay? We're gonna keep doing it, and we're gonna have a little question for you guys at our Instagram. So please make sure to answer that. And sorry, I sorry we subjected you guys to my whole scening. Well, we love you guys so so much. Did you have anything you want us to talk about? We're really getting, or if you want to, you know, get in contact with us. Get in as well. Ah, sorry. Please get in touch with us through our social media. It's our Instagram is at csi.talk. Again, it's csi.talk. Our Twitter is csi talk podcast. And our email is csi talk podcast at gmail.com. We love you so, so much. Please. Let us know. Stay safe out there. Please. Bye. Love you. Thank you, Mom, if you're in the state.